0: You guys welcome. I'm reporting live from London. I am so happy to be back in London. I mean for now because it is very cold, it is very dark and I am a sunshine person. So, I'm happy to be back for now just because I like being back on schedule and just getting back into my routine. Doing what I know feels best and low key not having to see anyone like I have not made any plans this week because all I want to do is be by myself, be with my husband and just like stay home. But I feel like this is the time to do it. Everyone is staying in January, February. Those are the that you just want to order takeout bundle up be cozy at home this is exactly what i'm doing tonight i'm ordering takeout i'm gonna get indian i love indian food i'm gonna order some takeout with my husband we're gonna watch he really wants to watch this scary movie it's called megan and i do not do scary shit i cannot even watch a scary commercial without being freaked the fuck out i wish i could i wish i could because i think it's cool like my younger sister she loves scary movies and she'll watch them alone in the house at like three in the morning i cannot do that i just get too involved and then i'll think about it and then i won't be able to sleep like i can't disassociate and be like okay this is a movie they're acting this is all fake i get scared extremely easily so i'm not very excited about that part but i promised we would watch it because we watched the movie that i wanted to watch yesterday so now it's his turn i really hoped he was gonna forget and then today he was like i can't wait for megan tonight i'm like "Fuck." But getting back on track is all I need right now. And I like to be really easy with myself and give myself all the time in the world. Like, I didn't go full on this week. I was just like, I'm going to start. I'm going to start by working out, trying to eat healthy. Did a big grocery shop, all healthy stuff. And I'm just like, I'm just going to give myself some time to adjust and do this my way instead of being over the top, very strict. And at the end, the only thing that this would result in is me being exhausted and burnt out and not motivated to continue with my journey of being healthy and trying Trying to be the best version of myself and that depends it depends on the person I'm the type of person who I like being gentle and that really works for me and that's what I see the most results from so that's what I'm going to implement in my routine the one thing I like to focus on when I want to get back on track is getting enough sleep and the quality of sleep I'm getting I feel people underestimate the importance of sleep and how vital it is to functioning properly and being happy and energized sleep is everything so I just make sure I get lots and lots of sleep and sometimes. Sometimes I'll sleep through my alarm clock and I'm like, okay, I just got back from holiday. I'm just gonna let it slide just today. But I like to get in bed really early around 9 30 to 10 p.m. But low-key, I'm always looking forward to laying horizontally. It is my favorite way to exist. I just make a huge mug of chamomile tea, which is my favorite. I get into bed. Comfy PJs are always on. I like to lather myself with my favorite lotion. Sometimes I like to drink magnesium. I switch on and off with that depending on how I'm feeling. Because also someone commented on one of my TikToks saying it's not good for me to drink a lot of water before bed. So I'm trying to limit that and just drink as much as I can without feeling too bloated. A new addition is my magnesium spray. I got it from Aloe Yoga. You basically spray it on your sore muscles and it really relaxes you, especially before bed. It helps with muscle tension. So especially if you're working out, working a lot on your desk, you want to spray this before bed. And I like to spray it on my feet because I really feel it absorbed on my feed whenever I spray it. I rub it on my back and I literally have the best sleep ever. Whenever I wake up it feels like I just had a massage which is just chef's kiss. It's exactly what I want to feel when I wake up. So that has been an amazing addition in my routine especially after coming from a flight where you just feel your whole body sore. It's just everything that I need. I like to turn on my diffuser, get yummy scents going and then my husband and I have this thing where we do like our happy thoughts before bed and we think happy thoughts and just kind of do off For me, that is after my TikTok scroll, which is an essential part of my night routine. It is the reason why I get into bed so early. It is so I can scroll on TikTok and still go to bed at a reasonable time. My husband gets mad because he says I have awake energy next to him while he's trying to sleep, but I'm trying to explain to him that it's work for me. You know what I mean? It is work. I'm doing research, which might or might not be a little bit of bullshit, but it just makes me feel good. It makes me get into a sleepy mode and it's part of my routine, so I just disregard it his his comments but not gonna lie he has influenced me to go to bed earlier with him and in the morning i definitely do not regret that decision ever i wish sleeping felt the exact same way as when you wake up and you just want to stay in bed longer as when you go to bed at night where you're just kind of like oh i want to see what's up on instagram and twitter and tiktok and sleep sometimes takes the back seat for today's episode i am bringing back the questions as i did in my last episode because there are so many good juicy questions i wanted to respond to These episodes feel the most natural to me, so maybe I'll just keep going. Just let me know what you guys think about it. I just like to discuss everything and anything, and this gives me the perfect opportunity to do that. I like one-topic episodes if I have something to say that is very important, like my New Year's resolutions one, or something very, very specific. But other than that, I just like to answer and talk with you guys, and it really feels like a FaceTime call, which at the end of the day is what I want this to feel like, a big sister FaceTime call. I get a lot of comments being like, I want to be you when I grow up but in my head I literally feel 18. I feel like a teen bride. I'm not even joking. I cannot believe I am 25. Like that doesn't seem real and I'm sure it'll be the same when I'm 30. Okay let's get straight into the questions. Straight into the questions after I've spoken about every single thing in my life right now. Anyways but let's just start. How did you get over yourself and start posting on TikTok? I feel like I started posting on TikTok when nobody had TikTok on their phone. It was like 2020. Seriously started posting I guess around 2021 but by that time i already had like a small following when i started the app i felt was still for like kids a handful of my friends had tiktok but that was about it so at that time it was easy for me to start posting because i was like i don't care who sees this nobody's gonna see this anyways like three kids are gonna see this probably and who cares and then when it started getting a little more popular more people had downloaded tiktok and my videos were popping more then i did get some weird comments from friends and you know know some friends like to make fun of me teasing me but honestly that didn't stop me one bit I was like I could not care less about what you think I, I do what makes me happy TikTok makes me happy content creation makes me so happy and I can be creative it's a really fun and creative way for me to spend my time so why would I stop doing what I love why would I not post something that makes me feel good that makes me feel proud of myself for doing it just because you might think something else you cannot get me you cannot pay me to care about being judged by the most regular, lame human beings on earth. I just cannot care. Could not care less. If someone wants to judge me for doing what makes me happy at the end of the day, what makes me smile and what gives me joy, then that says way more about them than it does about me. I'm just doing me. I'm never going to judge. I'm never going to leave a nasty, hateful comment on someone for doing what they love, for just being themselves. Of course, I'm not saying force it and just put something out there that is not you. Just do what makes you happy no matter what that is. If you want to be a painter, do that. If you want to start Making music on the side. Try that and see where it takes you. What's the worst that can happen? Nothing. The hate and judgment used to really get to me, but now I just laugh. I'm just doing what I love and I focus all of my energy in making my day the best it can be. I love this next question and it is how to show up better as a friend, daughter, and a sister. I love that because it's not something we necessarily think about often. Usually we're so busy thinking about our lives, thinking about what's next, thinking about work, thinking about our plans that we don't think how to show up as a better friend, sister, daughter. And we really should be thinking like that. Nothing in life is guaranteed. No tomorrow is guaranteed. So taking every single day and being thankful for the people around you and making sure you're showing up for them is everything. And it really doesn't need to be complicated. It doesn't need to be difficult or long. Honestly, just a simple call, a simple text in the morning, a simple heart emoji being like, I'm thinking of you. I love you. I hope you have a great day. Just sending a simple I love you to your mom is literally going to put a smile on her face without you even doing anything. Just sending the little text, I'm telling you. Also prioritizing girl time with your friends, making sure you're making plans with them and hanging out with them. Cause of course everyone is busy with their lives and they're working and they're doing stuff and they're busy with their significant other. And sometimes friendships tend to take the back seat when that should never be the case. So make sure you're spending time with your girlfriends. Make sure you make time to go for a fun, dinner, fun drinks, breakfast, or even a walk in the park. You just grab coffees, invite your sister over and cook for her one day. Or whenever. something's up in their lives make sure you listen we always are thinking of what to say next and we sometimes forget to listen it is literally the only thing people need from us sometimes just for us to be you know a sounding board for them and they can tell us what's wrong tell us what's up and we can help them make them feel better by simply listening i think the area i neglect sometimes is being a better daughter because we take our moms for granted they've been there our whole lives and they really know how to push our buttons sometimes they're like the only people that can push us over the edge. For me, everything changed once I started viewing my mom as a woman instead of just my mom. Understand her, listen to her. Also, the way she grew up was so different than the way she raised me. So, also taking that into consideration. So, definitely understanding and listening to your friend, your sister, your mom is a key as to showing up as a better version of yourselves. And I'm sure they'll appreciate it too. Another question I got is how to not want and seek male validation. I'm definitely guilty of that. And I I used to crave male validation so much when I was a lot younger and looking back I wouldn't have even acknowledged it. It was so unconsciously ingrained in my brain that I just disregarded and whenever someone mentioned it I was like that's not me but as I'm growing up I'm starting to understand and grasp the meaning of it and what it is and why I used to be like that. A lot of it had to do with insecurity, being insecure in myself and who I was and thinking if I got male validation then that means I'm worth something which is just so not true and If I look back, did I think I was starved of attention? No, I do not. Yet why did I want it from men? Why did I crave it? Of course, consensual attention does feel good sometimes. To base your personality, your style, who you are around that notion is just not it. And sometimes it tends to be so ingrained in our brain that we don't seem to realize that we're even doing it, that we're even affected by male validation. But the answer in my case is I was, I definitely was. And the way I really got over it was, by loving myself as cliche as that sounds when validation was absent inside of my soul that's where i craved it the most from others so filling that void by loving myself by getting to know myself by knowing that i am enough it's never does he like me it's do i like him because i don't need to look a certain way for anyone i just need to look good for myself also i think it's one of those annoying things that comes with age as the older you get the more content you are with yourself and you don't require validation from men from women you're just being yourself because you know who you are so what other people think of you is absolutely none of your business this definitely came through maturity through getting older knowing better doing better and lots of therapy as well and there's definitely been times in my life where I felt ashamed or wanting male validation and looking back and being like oh my god what was I doing but I do feel like it's something we need to talk about more or remove the stigma and being able to help you know younger girls that maybe are going through the same thing and this is the exact same advice I would give to my younger sister if I felt that she needed to hear what I just said instead of trying to reshape yourself, trying to fit the mold of someone that you know will be excited by your image or what you look like, try and look for pleasures that work for you, things that you enjoy doing. But I do think it's something that you know I will constantly work on and just try and be better at it, I guess. What to do when you think a guy's cute? Listen, I've been out of the game for like five years now, but I still go got it. I still have the tricks, baby. And this is what you do. Let's see you see a guy, and he's very cute. You're at the same bar, you're at the same club, whatever it is. Do not underestimate the power of eye contact. You want to make eyes with him. You want to make sure that he knows that you're looking at him. And most of the time, I swear this technique works. But I'm also not opposed to a woman making the first move. I think it's brave. I think it's very sexy. I think a lot of guys like it. And listen, if you really like someone, then why waste that opportunity that you like them? Just go up to them say hello introduce yourself make strong eye contact while you're talking to them the whole entire time and you can do that thing where you're like looking into their eyes then their lips eyes lips guys like that i think watch me say i still got it and then give the worst dating advice ever possible okay so if you're gonna go up and talk to a guy i think say less because that shows a lot more confidence a person who's just blabbering and talking it just shows a little bit of insecurity so let him feel a little bit uncomfortable from the silence let him you know think of the questions make sure he keeps the conversation going and interesting like for me the eye contact is so powerful and has always worked so definitely start off with that one if it's online just make sure he doesn't have a girlfriend or anything like that and then you know you can slide into the dms what's wrong with that absolutely nothing just don't say anything cheesy don't say like a pickup line don't say anything weird And just say simple hi send a simple emoji and if nothing comes out of it who the f cares i think you're hot i think you're ballsy for going up to a guy i think it's brave as fuck and you know, you should be doing it. And I feel like the fact that you did it once is now going to make you a lot more confident to go do it to another guy as well. And then you'll be like, oh, I've done this before. I know exactly what to do and what to say. It's always going to be nerve wracking, but just do it. Who cares? But if you do say something awkward, do not replay it in your head for the next two weeks, because that's something I would do. And it would literally consume me. So just don't do that. How to find your passion and your calling in life, please. That was something I really struggled with, especially before I started doing what I'm doing now. It just consumed me. I was just so unhappy with every single job I had. I had no clue what I was going to do with my life. I just didn't like anything. I, everything made me feel miserable. And I just felt lost. And that is just not what you want to feel. And what I did is I just tried everything, every single sector. I would try that. I would try so many different things and then just see what sticks. Like Chris Jenner says, throw pasta on a wall, see what sticks. The more you try, the more you experiment, the more you see what you actually enjoy doing and what doesn't feel feel like work. That's what you should focus on. Also think about what you do when you're not working. What do you tend to gravitate towards? Is it a specific hobby? Is it something like taking exercise classes? What do you love to do that when you do it, it doesn't really feel like work? It doesn't feel like a burden, just feels like you're having the best time of your life and it's just something that you really enjoy doing. Maybe do that, you know, maybe experiment with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with trying a million different things. Couldn't work a 9 five you can be a spin class instructor you can babysit just do anything that you enjoy doing in your free time and you're gonna know that you found what you like when it really doesn't feel like work when it just feels like you're having an amazing time time just passes by so easily and smoothly and you're like how am i getting paid for this this does not feel like work it's crazy and if you haven't found it yet even if in your late 20s and 30s there is so much time ray Kroc was 52 when he started mcdonald's but before Before that, he worked his ass off doing a bunch of things, working day and night, trying to find something that's going to make him money. And it took him until he was 52, until he was happy and successful. Martha Stewart's first cookbook was published when she was 41 years old. 41, and literally every single person knows who Martha Stewart is. She is beyond iconic. Vera Wang, she created her first wedding dress at age 40. Now, Vera Wang is one of those iconic designer dresses. Everyone wants to wear her dresses. Even though she started when she was 40. Last example, but I also feel this one is very important. Chris Jenner, she was 52 when she met Ryan Seacrest. 52. Age literally means nothing. So just work on what you love. Do what you love to do. If you're not sure, just try different things out until something really sticks. And there's no doubt that if you work hard, you put your whole entire heart into whatever you do, you will be successful. How to detect toxic friends and how to be more private. When I was younger, I thought, you know, the more friends I had, the more popular I was, that meant that i'm the coolest it translated into i was winning in life and you know who doesn't want to be friends with everyone but that couldn't be far from the truth the older i get the smaller my circle of friends becomes and honestly i love it you really do not need a lot of people in your life you just need about three four friends that you can count on friends that you know if something were to happen to you they would be there in a heartbeat they would be there to help you they'd be there to make the situation better the ride or die type of friends and you can really detect a toxic friend when every time you tell them something good is happening to you they are never happy for you they're never excited for you they're not happy for your wins they don't celebrate your milestones they're just like oh congrats or whenever you're sharing an amazing milestone of your life they're always trying to one-up you let's say you're telling them about your promotion that you just got and how proud you are and how happy you are and they're always trying to one-up you being like actually i got promoted too which of course could be true but it's just like the way they say things not what they say it just feels like a constant competition between the two and you can just feel the negative vibes. They're complaining. They're constantly bringing you down, and your energy after you've been hanging out with them is just low, as low as it can be. You feel completely drained. You feel like they sucked all the positive energy out of you. The friendship will just be completely different when it's the two of you versus when other people are around, and she'll try to bring you down in front of other people, especially like boys, let's say. And you just don't need that type of energy in your life. It is cliche, but it is very true that you are the five closest people to you. So So if you surround yourself with people who just keep bringing you down, that will eventually rub onto you. You're gonna start becoming negative. You're gonna start becoming a little bitchy. So try and distance yourself. Doesn't need to be a hard breakup being like, don't talk to me ever again, like we're done. But you know, just start hanging out with them a little bit less. Maybe don't pick up the phone every time they call that is just to bring you down and make you feel miserable. Or just be straight up honest with them and be like, listen, I need a break. This isn't serving me anymore. I do have love for you, but I just need a mini break. Be 100% honest. And if their intentions are pure, they're gonna be like oh my god of course take all the time in the world i'm always going to be here for you and i love you but usually if they are toxic they won't react like that and they'll be like don't ever talk to me again which hopefully they don't but it's completely valid for you if you want to take a friendship break and just take a step back reevaluate the friendship and then see if you want to continue with it or you're just better off without if during that break your life just magically improves and you start being happy you know you're not in a bad mood like you were before maybe just maybe that. That is a sign that that person wasn't your friend. In 2023, we do not need people who are giving jealous vibes, who are not good friends, who are not here for us, who don't support us, who don't make us feel valid, and who don't lift us up. Because where's the fun in that? People like that just suck the life out of you, and you're just left with nothing at the end of the day. So don't be scared to just cut them off. Okay, I feel like these are all the questions I'm going to answer for today's episode, but I will be doing more polls on Instagram, and you can ask more questions if you want me to answer something that i haven't yet but i'm gonna continue doing these because these are so much fun i think it's also worth saying that this is just my advice do i claim like i'm right all the time absolutely not and i know i'm not like my friends tell me all the time so take this with a grain of salt it's just my opinion it is now 6 p.m and i want to convince my husband to have dinner really early We're literally polar opposites when it comes to dinner time if i could have dinner at 5 p.m every single night i would be happy that is all i want in my life he on the other hand he could have dinner at nine every night again that's what he wants. So we're trying to meet in the middle, closer to my time. So I think 6.30 is just the best. I'm literally going to spend my entire weekend just trying to reset, trying to sleep, trying to get back on track and just take it really easy. I'm not ready to do anything or see anyone. I just want to be left alone and just spend time by myself trying to get back on track. As for me, that is the only way I can get back to being myself again. Spending quality time alone, going on walks, and just listening to music. Anyways, I hope you're having an amazing day whenever, wherever you're listening to this, and I love you.